Swallows of the South is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. Hello, and welcome to Swallows of the South. I'm Quinn Wilson, storyteller. I wanted to start off this week by welcoming a new member to the RPG Academy Network. Welcome to the Rollists Podcast. I am so happy to have you guys on board. Welcome to the network. With that out of the way, I wanted to take a moment to thank our Patreon backers for helping make the show possible every week. We don't have any specific backer shoutouts this week. If you want a shoutout, you can consider backing us on Patreon to help us keep the show running and help us reach stretch goals like the release of our special Halloween episode featuring return guest Spencer Amrine from our Flavortown episodes. If you'd like to support us in a non-monetary way, you could also consider giving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes as that helps boost our signal and get us out there to more new listeners. If you do that, or if you back us on Patreon, I will give you a shout-out here in the intro to the show. With that little bit of self-promotion out of the way, I did want to let you all know that there is a bit of content that is potentially triggering to people right around the 35-minute mark. Be aware that there is some content that focuses on and touches on themes of familial abuse, so if that's something that you think might be triggering, I wanted you to be aware of that before we started off the episode. With that out of the way, let's get started. In the time of myth, when gods and mortals want creation together, Arison rushed to the center room at the Conclave of Amas to deliver a missive, which informed him, Godwin and Rizzo, of the pressing issue of hungry ghosts hounding at the door. How would they solve this problem? Would they be able to quell this infection and this undead massacre before it became a problem? How were they going to rally the manpower to take care of this? Was Seven Symphonious Chords still out there? We see everyone gathered around this missive, warning you of the ever-looming threat, or at least the presently looming threat, of hungry ghosts rising up. Anyone who has an occult score can make an intelligence plus occult roll to determine what exactly you know about hungry ghosts. Ariston got two successes. Perf. Rizzo got seven successes. Perfect. So seven and two. I'll start with Ariston. Ariston is familiar with the idea of hungry ghosts. He's probably read about them, but maybe doesn't have direct firsthand experience unless you want to establish that he has, but most people in creation are at least passively familiar with the idea of hungry ghosts because they are what happens when you don't properly bury a body, and the lower soul, the po-soul, becomes vengeful and angry and causes hungry ghosts to rise in the evening. Rizzo knows, more than this, that when day breaks, hungry ghosts return to their bodies, the corpses which were not properly buried for shelter, because the ghosts themselves have a deep vulnerability to sunlight, and that, though often they look like normal ghosts when they are on the hunt, hungry ghosts look bestial and feral, and if they feed on the blood of someone, they are then able to return to their body and briefly reanimate it for a period. But because there's no higher soul, they are not creatures who are driven by logic or ego. It is just the base impulses of the po-soul. You also know that one of the biggest ways to deal with hungry ghosts once they've actually become a problem, after the, the po-soul has become unhappy with the improper burial of the body, is lines of either salt or germinated grain. So that's what you know. I... 
think we could do this fairly easy if we time it right. Obviously, we're going to want to make our move during the day and possibly get them all together, all the bodies that we can, and make a giant circle around them and then bury them. Well, mass graves are not typically considered to be proper burial. We could burn them. A pyre is certainly a consideration. Cremation? Pyre? Yes, a, a, a funeral pyre. It's a form. It's how you cremate people. It's the name of the pile. The pile of pyre. Yes. But we should also consider that the forest and the region right now are presently in a drought, starting a large fire. We would need to be incredibly careful about how we approach that. I think that that could be easily done if we dig it in a ditch because the fire doesn't have anywhere to travel. Fair enough. That sounds solid. We're losing daylight, but there's the possibility that we would be able to complete this project today if we were to quickly rally workers. We have to. Seven Symphonia's Court is still out there, and he still would be willing to take advantage of that situation. We have to negate it before he can do anything with those souls. Do we have an idea on how many bodies are out there? Well, I don't have the reports. A fragrant Breeze may have them. It's sort of her domain, being the defensive coordinator, but at the same time, we have on good authority that we were attacked by in excess of a thousand troops. I'm not sure exactly how many of them died, but I'm willing to bet that there are hundreds of corpses. This could be easily done if we just get enough hands, maybe a couple volunteers of people who can just help us rally all the bodies together and dig a big enough ditch and circle some salt around it or some germinated grain for good measure. I don't know how willing the citizens of Jawe are going to be to pick up dead bodies everywhere. They're already kind of traumatized. They've been through enough. I think it might be a nice gesture for people to possibly be there for a burial of their loved ones. But aren't most of them from the realm? Almost, if not all of them, are from the realm. The soldiers that fought on Jawe's behalf were the ghosts of Seven Symphonious Chords. However, drawing a line of salt that large, I will caution you, as someone who's been keeping a close eye on trade, we're still recovering from the siege that the river pirates laid on the city. We don't have a lot of supplies. This would consume a large quantity of our remaining salt or grain reserves. We could do half salt, half grain, and make it a thin line. It doesn't need to be too strong, but I think it would be better than leaving ourselves susceptible. Absolutely. I'm just informing you that we are leaving ourselves open to shortage. We can do as many of the bodies as we can, and whatever we can't get, we'll salt. Godwin, is your little fan club still around? I'm sure they'd be willing to carry stuff for you. I don't know if I want to talk to my fan club, but I think they'd be willing to do it. Your fan club, I'm... Assuming that got a group of people that are, yeah. Yes, we've we've heard. Yeah, they might actually, you know, that's... Ariston, for absolutely despising you, I will recognize verbally, believe it or not, that that is not a bad idea. That's awesome. You guys are... The moment's over. Ariston just (laughs) purses his lips and smiles. It sounds like we have a plan of action, yes? 
Yes. Perfect. We cut to the meeting place of Godwin's cult. You are actually greeted by the owner of this establishment, Honey-Faced Cherubim. I see that you're here probably to talk to your people, right? Yeah. Cool. Before you go in, I'm going to have to ask you the question that I asked you last time. (laughs) Okay. Where's my bear pelt? Once again, I don't know what you're talking about. Your friend, Mm -hmm. who was with you at the time, Mm -hmm. don't know where he is now, Mm -hmm. informed me that he would be shortly returning the pelt to me. Which one? Uh, Your friend, the the man friend. Oh, he died. Oh, I'm sorry for your loss. It's still sensitive. Yeah, uh, you know what else is sensitive? The bottom (laughs) economic line that you're injuring. about him or anything that reminds me of him right now well i will stop bugging you about it when you finally bring me my pelt look i'll think about it at another time ask me then and then i'll see if i can dig through his things and see if it's there you're a public figure i know where you work give me some time to cope with his death i'm just letting you know come on in i know where you work (laughs) so inside of the theater which has a set now set on the stage, the middle of which is completely barren, where everything is set in such a way there's furs and like leathers, the set dresses reminiscent of what you might find among the ice walkers of the north, and the middle of this stage very, very clearly lacks a bear skin rug. And Guillermo, as well as some of the other members of Godwin's cult, have gathered around. This isn't a regular worship day, but they are present here. It actually looks like some of them are doing set tech. Oh, my, our lord, welcome back. Uh, It's been a while, not so terribly long, I suppose. A couple of days. It's wonderful to see you again. How how might we help you? Have you been kind of keeping up with the the 411 on... What's been happening? Yes, Hi, Godwin. I... Hello, Godwin. Oh, uh, I... you've got some new fans, too? Oh. Well, they were here before. We just didn't have the opportunity to introduce you to all of our constituents. I, 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 I assume that you had quite a hand in driving away the threat at our door. Yeah. You know, I love I love meeting new fans. Hi. And Godwin. Hi, Godwin. Hello, Godwin. Godwin shakes each of their hands. Hi, uh, what, what are your names? Caleb. Caleb, that's not local. No, it's not. I'm just from other places. Okay. Um, and and you, Bran? Bran? Yes, Bran. That's also a not not a local name of the Raisin Clan. Oh, um, I've I've heard good things about your people. Thank you. My mom and I visited them once while she was on tour. You like raisins? Um, uh, you know they were all right. My mom was a bigger fan. I like raisins too. I said they were all right. It's my best friend. Oh, okay. We both love you. I'm, I'm really touched. Love you so much. Um, thank you. Uh, like I said, I, I'm really happy to always meet fans, you know. Now I'll remind you that our blessed Lord is a busy person. Let's not harangue him. Look, I'm going to be frank. How do you guys feel about dead bodies? Not not the best. I my my three word review is not the best. I actually think they're okay. I would touch a dead body for you, Godwin. Yeah, I'm asking you to do that. Oh, really fascinating. Oh my god. Okay. Mm, okay. Anything for you? 
In Look, what capacity do we need to touch these dead bodies? Have you... I know that there was the fight. I, I'm hoping that it is in relation to that, but did you commit any sort of crime? Look, I did what needed to be done to save the city. And now it's just a matter of, of you guys being a part of saving the city. You okay. two can be heroes of Jaway. I will do anything for you. We gotta save the city. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, these bodies need to get disposed of tonight or before tonight. Even. Do we need to hack them? I'll hack them for you. No, you just have to move them. Can I be your work partner? Can we be work partners, Godwin? You know, I was thinking, actually, if you wanted to get everybody uh, to come help, that I would uh, reward you by performing while this is happening. So so it'll be like a little concert for everybody that volunteers. <gasps> that sounds perfect and incredible. Thank you. No, thank you. And, and the city of Jawe thanks you too. Oh, wow. Wow, Godwin. That's amazing. I'm going to have to speak to our supervisor. You have a supervisor? Well, we're working part-time for Honeyface Cherubim. Oh. We're the lowest rung of the ladder. We need to help pay for You're this on the space ladder. somehow, and some of us are handsy. Handy? Good God, not handsy. <laughs> I'm, I'm also both. handsy. <laughs> okay. I'm also handsy. Oh, okay. I'm... Oh. I was going to say I'm in a relationship, but I'm not. Never, never mind. I, Pat, oh, Pat. that's okay, Godwin. I've never been in a relationship. Uh, okay. It, you know, it's not that bad once you do it for a long time. I was there about a week and a half ago, so... Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, I feel that. That's awful. I'm sorry to hear that. It's all right. We're working on it. Surely you will find someone deserving of your overwhelming majesty soon enough. You probably won't have to look all that hard. <laughs> I think I have to look a little bit harder than I'm looking now. No, no, just look around. Hypothetically, if you could choose between the three of us, who would you choose? No, no, no. <laughs> Caleb, we've been here before. You're only going to get your feelings hurt. I'm going to choose to not answer that question. I no, love... he's going to pick me on knowing. I love all my fans equally. You ask this question to groups of people all the time. You wonder why you've never been in a relationship. You're digging yourself such a deep hole. Hey, Caleb. <laughs> yeah? Let me let me give you a hug. Come here. Oh, see? Why does he get a hug and I, I don't? I don't know that he's ever been hugged before. I <laughs> haven't because I always ask people out of all the three people to hug, who would they hug? And they never pick me. But today I got picked. And now... He didn't pick you. He just said he'd give you a hug. <laughs> Here, here's, here's, hereres the hug. Shh. 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 Oh. Is this a relationship? No. Oh. Bran. <laughs> Bran, you know what? You get a hug too. Um, huh? Oh, now it doesn't feel as special. Well, you're always saying of these three people, you know that people can hug more than one person in a situation, right? You you put them in a corner, Brandon, and you have to know that you're going hug. to disappoint yourself. This is a wonderful hug. Thank you. Okay. I just, I have it's high standards. I'm Caleb's sorry. Hug. Do you hear that, Caleb? My hug is a little bit longer. <laughs> okay, the hug see it. I don't need to hear it to be it hurt. Smells like pine. Oh, my God. Oh. Uh, what cologne do you use? I'll start using it too so i can smell like pine <laughs> well you know it's it, i just i'm surrounded by pine cones it's not really a cologne okay i'll get on that cool so let's let's just meet outside here in two hours gather all the fans you can and uh then we'll get to work anything godwin oh okay 
Of course. And once again, the city of Jaway thanks you. And I thank you. And we thank you, Godwin. Always. And always. Thank you, Godwin. Thank you so much. We cut to outside the city. Everyone has gathered together. And Godwin is playing as the ditch is dug and the bodies are slowly moved toward it. What are Ariston and Rizzo doing to help with the effort? Rizzo is gathering up salt and the germinated grain. Also, potentially scoping out locations where the ground is dry enough and there's not a lot of brush around for us to dig a hole or a a big ditch that wouldn't lead to a possible outbreak of fire. Perfect. I will also note that there is a lot of the realm's campground that is still here because of the way that they fled, being chased off by seven symphonious chords. So that's something to consider. But what's Ariston up to? Ariston has tied a scarf around his face as to block out the smell, and he's starting to carry bodies around. Ariston doesn't really have a problem with heavy lifting, but this is tough for him, and he's just trying to look forward and not at what he's putting on his back and under his arms. Perfect. This goes on for a while. And eventually we see Godwin playing the recorder and a figure emerges from behind him from the river, iridescent and semi-serpentine. Is is everything over? Gendo! Hey. I heard the music and I heard a lot of stuff before I know. I know what happened uh, because I felt it. Oh, golly, did I feel it. But I wasn't sure if it was safe. And I assumed that if I was hearing your music like this, then it must mean that things are safe now, right? Or things are safe? Things are definitely better. It's okay for you to come out. Yeah. Out from the distance, Rizzo yells, We're trying to prevent some ghosts from coming out, but you're okay now. So for reference for Rizzo, Gendo is a Tidemare which is essentially a sea dragon that is large enough for someone to ride on, and all of its frills and, like, accentuations are iridescent and glowing, so they're like little rainbow glowy trails. He once was Ajax's familiar. Not so anymore. Okay, duly noted. Ghosts are... How are you? Confused. I'm... How much time has it been? A day. A day, wow. Okay. Time's not working so good for me then. I feel the same. Will you be all right? I don't know what it's like. I mean, I'm... I can relate, but... Oh, the bond severing. Yeah, that's that's okay. He was the first person that I ever formed a, a bond with. It's not like it's something that we can do with a lot of people. It's really only people like him and Ariston that we can form those bonds with. But the strange thing about it, I guess, is that I don't really know what I'm supposed to do now. I'm a really long way away from home. I mean, you can stick around with us. If you'll have me, I might as well. It'll be nice to have someone else who understands. I don't know, I feel like Rizzo and Ariston feel some of the hurt, but I think there's kind of an emptiness that they don't really empathize with that I'm feeling, and I think you might be feeling too. There's definitely something of a void. It's uncomfortable to me. I I don't like the way that it sits in my heart. But yeah, no, thank you. I, I think I'll take you up on that. Something occurs to me, I guess. I felt it when he he died, but it's been about a day since it happened. Has anyone been by to make sure that Mai is okay? No, I don't think so. Someone should do that. Maybe I should maybe I can go do that. I don't know if I can get in though. 
you know, doors, and I don't have any hands. Yeah, I I would go with you, but I think one of the others should. It, maybe it's not pressing. We can deal with this after the, the bodies get dealt with. Are you sure? Yeah. Box turtles can live for a while without resources. They're tough little creatures. Okay. Wish I could say the same about myself, but, you know. Uh, is there anything, I guess, that I could do to help? Move bodies. Say hello. Okay. And Gendo sets about helping with everyone. Is there anything we wanted to hit before all of the bodies were collected, or do we want to jump to that point? Just a bunch of montage shots of Godwin playing recorder very emphatically as an emotional tribute to George Michael. He's playing Careless Whisper. Rizzo, once she finishes gathering the salt and grain, she moves to helping take bodies as well. And Qui-Gon also does the same, but just helps with the ones that she's taking. Anything for Ariston? Ariston wipes the sweat off of his face and sort of runs his hands up and down. He puts his palm on the back of his neck once again and sort of clenches his fingers almost scratching it and then he shakes his head and keeps going so we now cut to once all of the bodies have been gathered and the pyre has been lit long shadows from the bright light are being cast along the remnants of the realm camp into the trees and on the faces of those who are gathered to watch at this point it is transitioning into evening the stench fills the air powerfully of all of these bodies and their various accoutrements have been taken off to the side and preserved. Night starts to fall, and as it does, even though so many of you are in the bright proximity and the center of warmth near the fire, a curious chill crawls across all of you. Ariston? Yeah. Uh, how sure are you that we've gathered up all of the bodies on a scale of one to ten? I don't know, eight. I had Gendo walk around and check to make sure, scoop up any bodies that he might have found on the way. I mean, I can only carry so much. Just feels wrong, like we've missed something. I mean, I, I didn't want to get too close to wherever Cords is, so there's certainly a chance. Godwin. Hmm. You and your fancy friends, um, are you guys sure that you've, you've gathered up all the bodies? From where I was sitting, it doesn't look like there's that many bodies. What about you, Bran? I got a little distracted, but yeah, I think I got all of them. And Caleb? Yeah, I got as many as I could, but you know, I, I get tired easily because I have a constricted breathing. Okay, Guillermo? Yes, I was discerning as I could be. I think that we got all of them. It's hard to say for sure. We looked in the buildings and spread out a, quite a ways. And do the others agree? Yes. Hmm. I think I think we've got them all. But you're right. It doesn't feel good. Everybody give me a quick wits plus awareness roll. Rizzo has five successes. Perf. Ariston got three successes. Wonderful. 
Godwin got two successes. Okay, so all of you notice that the moon above you and also the stars, which are starting to peek out, look curious, different. Mostly there is an undertone of purple or a glow of red about them. Something seems off. And Rizzo can hear underneath the wind and the crackle of fire and the murmuring of the gathered cult. Soft, distant crunching. Someone's approaching. How do you know? I can hear their footsteps. Could it possibly be Seven Symphonias? Maybe. Well, we'd better get somewhere high ground. We shouldn't just be out in the open waiting. But what if he decides to break the circle of the salt and the grain and lets them out before they're done burning? We're going to have to stop them. Let's just get Godwin's friends to safety. First? Yeah, good idea. They shouldn't be here for whatever's coming. It's true. We've got to go. Okay. Wherever you want us to go, we'll go. You see that tent over there? Yeah. I want you to get in it. Should we be quiet? Yes. Are we playing hide and seek? No. It's more important than that. It's just a hide. He's not going to come find us. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll find you in game all safe. the time. All right. Go ahead and give me a charisma plus presence roll for commanding these peoples. Seven successes. Whatever you wish, Master Godwin. And Guillermo begins to rally everyone together and sends them into the nearby tents and structures. And you hear nary a peep. They are being very, very closely watched and taken care of. So, this feels wrong. Everything here feels wrong. Were the trees always that twisted? I don't think so. I don't know what the realm did to this place. The crunching can now be heard by everyone. See, now do you hear it? I wasn't doubting you that's... It wasn't the realm that did this. I warned you. And stepping out from behind the fire, you can see the pale, ragged form of Seven Symphonious Chords. His hair is messier than you've ever seen it. His posture more stooped. Streaks of blood cover his face and exposed skin. His armor is also covered in splatters of blood of those he hunted. Perhaps his own would be there, but you know that none runs through his veins. You can see the large hole from where he punctured his thigh. You don't need to worry, I've calmed down. But this is a risk I warned you of. We're sorry, that was completely our fault. It wasn't fair to you, at all. I'm not here for apologies. It's, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just here to let you know what's going on. I, I didn't mean to cut you off, Ariston. It's been a long couple of days. It's all right. But you were saying there's something in the woods? Well, no, not exactly. The woods are something now. What? I, I guess I should be clear. We're not in creation right now. What? This is the underworld. I'm sorry, what? How? I don't... So we're sundown is when. So sundown's when we come back to the regular. Sun up is when the boundary to creation. So we're in the underworld. Does that mean if we like if we die down here, we get stuck down here? Not exactly. Okay, so that's fine. That's fine. So we're fine. yeah, what what does it mean that we're here? How do we get here? Well, when do we go back? And well, you yeah. can't really get out until the sun comes up. Uh, is the big one? 
I warned you that there was a chance that I would wind up making a Shadowland. Is Jaway a Shadowland now? Not Jaway itself, but this area outside of it is, yes. Mm. So, when the sun is up, this area is in creation. When the sun goes down, it's the underworld. What does this mean in terms of the bodies that we're burying here? Does this mean that they're just not going to stay buried? They're not going to stay... No, no, no. You should be fine with the burning. As long as the pyre keeps burning, we're going to be okay. They aren't going to turn into hungry ghosts. You've got that one squared away. just means that you will sometimes have ghosts who aren't locals coming through here. And sometimes they're going to be older ghosts, more powerful ghosts. And the people I warned, not you, Rizzo, but the rest, Eriston, Godwin, about, they're going to have easier access to the city if there's a shadow land right outside. So because there is a Shadowland right outside Jawway, it's like an open portal. Yeah, for lack of a better term. The surrounding area is also going to have some fun changes to its uh, flora and fauna. Mm. Oh, jeez. Wonderful. So do we just hang out here till the sun goes up? Is this dangerous for... um? I don't know, how do I say For fans? Non-exalted civilians. I've been stalking around a little bit since I discovered that this is what had become of the area. Well, you should be okay. I've tried to deal with the nearby threats. Are the... we stuck in this patch of land alone? Well, no, but... And he points back towards where Zhao Wei was. It is not there anymore. There is a mirror of the Tepu River... But its waters are dark, and points of light ripple off of it like stars, almost as though there is just like a string of cosmos burning its way across the landscape. If you leave the boundaries, you're going to be in the underworld. And there's some similarities to the creation that you know, but seeing as how the city that you love, not not there, there's some major differences as well. I might have an idea to keep us safe. I have... A very small, small amount of salt and grain left that possibly we could join your fans in the tent and just salt the entrance. I think we'll be okay, though. Is that necessary? More likely than not, we're going to be okay tonight. Like I said, I've been going around dealing with the areas, the Hecatonkaias and other creatures. They, they're at bay for the time being. And most of the people that you're going to find in a Shadowland proper are going to be... Irregular ghost types. We don't always have the best luck, though. No, we don't. And since I've made my presence around here known, I'm worried that one of the Death Lords may have caught wind of that fact. So to warn us, you made us more of a target. To to war- What do you mean? To bring awareness that we are in a Shadowland. It is, we are now... No, 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 no. When I came into the underworld, I was still senseless. I was mowing down soldiers for a long time, and eventually I ran out of soldiers to kill, and I stumbled back around here, but it was here, not creation. And being so consumed by my anger, I started chasing out anything that was nearby. I gave myself away before I had any sense of uh, self-control. Mm. to exert so okay all right uh is 
that Death Lord gonna come here by any chance? Like I said, there's not a guarantee. I, I don't know if they know for sure. There's just a chance that I've made myself known. What what kind of Death Lord is he? Is he um the kind that will well, exact revenge, or is he willing to talk about things? That aptly describes all of the Death Lords. They're both. They'll seek revenge, but they'll talk to you too. But if you're talking about the one that he looks away, I'm on the wrong side of. Well, let's start by saying you're using the wrong pronoun. She is measured, methodical, and uh, is something of a penchant for flair. But if she's coming, or if she knows that I'm here, it's going to be my ex-mates that are going to come calling for for me. Ex-mates as in romantic ex-mates or just ex-friends? Ex-circle mates, like oh, okay. the, the three of you. And right. I used to run with a pack of people like me. How'd you get involved with her then? The princess? Yes. She's the one who brought me to life. She is the reason that I didn't die when I was supposed to. I was like, supposed to die. Stabbed in a back alley. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, I control the alley that I was stabbed in. You know, I've made a name for myself since that happened. It's no sweat off my back. But that's how most of us get involved. We die, or are supposed to. One of them offers us a deal, and there we go. Rizzo, didn't you say one of your friends was dead that you worked with before you came here? Yeah. Huh. Are you just asking for fun, or...? No, I just wonder what, what killed her. Well, I guess we'll deal with that when the time comes. But thank you for all you did. I know you probably don't feel that great right now, but... No, I feel fine. Oh, well... Uh, I warned you what was going to happen. <laughs> you used me like a tool, and sometimes tools have consequences. I'm looking forward to when, and he claps Godwin on the shoulder, you put someone in charge who's uh, happy to negotiate with me. Godwin's face is clearly uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't know what you're expecting. I'm trying to do what's good for the city, but I'm by no means a good person. Um, so about that... My other half, we're currently on not doing so hot. They broke up. They broke up. She broke up with him. Well. Okay, I'm tired. You're testing my limits here. You know that I'm known for not having the best temper, right? So I'm going to say this. Okay. You made a deal with me. Mm -hmm. You didn't agree that you and your lover were going to be the people who were the next lovers. You Mm -hmm. made an agreement that the people who took the seat next, mm-hmm. were going to be amenable to me. Yeah. And he leans down, dropping the considerable distance between his height and Godwin's. The cracked blood strains on his face with the expressions that he makes. It almost smells as though death emanates from his lungs as he speaks into your face. So you're going to ensure that yeah. someone winds up in the position uh-huh. who's amenable to me. Yeah. Or your chest. Mm. And he grabs Godwin by the wrist. Is going to look like your hand. Is that understood? Yeah, understood. Yeah. Good. If you need me, I'll be nearby until it's done. Can you let go of my wrist? Yes. And he flings it away. We gotta keep him around more often. That was that was fun to watch for me. Godwin slaps Ariston. <laughs> you can shut the fuck up. God, you gotta have a thicker skin. I was just joking. You get your hand stabbed and then tell me to have a thick skin. I got my chest stabbed, man. What do you fucking do? Yeah, I guess, but look, you gotta take that seriously. Kind of feel like you're putting off this whole election thing. 
you know what? I'm just going to go hang out with people that like me for who I am. You know, a potential candidate for being a lover, a hero in the city, not some fucking fish. Ariston has been rubbing his face from the sting and his eyes go black with anger. It's clear that at this moment they're disconnected from the ocean and it's just fully Ariston. <sighs> That's what you think I am. An animal. Yeah. I can't control myself. Mm-hmm. Well, I've heard it from bigger men like you. Mm-hmm. Every day, my father would point at the fish and say, son, why don't you just fuck them? Because you're a putrid, stinking animal. Well, maybe your father was right. Ariston stands up. <sighs> Never listen to my father. I'm not going to listen to you now. And I think you need to be taught another lesson, man. Rizzo moves to protest, but moves four steps backward, Qui-Gon following. Don't want to break your jaw. You need that to talk with a big stupid mouth. But maybe I'll break something else. Like I broke that tree. Because you know what? You think you can say whatever you want, but you don't realize that what you've said has been in my head every day for years. And I'm going to let it out today. It's perfect. Godwin walks closer to Ariston, where he's looking up as much as he can look up, right at Ariston's gaze. Yeah? You think you can break me? I'd like to fucking see you try, because then I would be justified kicking your ass. Before Godwin finishes, Ariston smacks him right in the nose. I would have punched you, but you don't deserve my whole fist. You're not a warrior like Prima. You're not talented like a cord. You're just Godwin. Plain. Dumb. And frankly, not much without the two of us. That's hilarious. Because it seems like I'm the one that means something to the city. I'm the one who has fought against Prima and Seven Symphonious Chords and walked still standing instead of you who walked away from those. You who let your opponent go. You, who don't mean anything to the city and don't know anything about what the city stands for, you are a waste of my goddamn time. I don't know who you think you are having come in here. I don't know why Ajax brought you here. I don't know why he thought you meant anything, because you certainly don't mean anything to me, except just a reminder of how much time I'm wasting. Okay, that's enough. You know what, Godwin? When you beat people, you can choose to walk away. I haven't lost yet. I've already lost a few times. Maybe take a look in the mirror instead of breaking it. At least I had the courage to fight. You see me fight. I had to finish your battle for you. And I let people go because I don't see the point in killing something. Because you know what? People are worth things. They're worth more than you think. Even you is worth more than you think. And every time you call me a fucking fish, you're just telling me that you don't care about people's worth. I lose a little more respect for you. And the people will lose a little more respect for you because you know what, Godwin? You're just not good at keeping it together. Other people have to keep you together. And that's fine. But there's going to be a moment when you're going to push us all a little too far. And we're going to go. And you're going to break. And you're going to stay broken. I would love to see you go because that's the problem I have with you. 
say, you keep acting like you're the better man. You keep saying, oh, God, what I think you're something. Well, you don't fucking know me. You don't know that I'm worth anything. And here I am trying to make myself feel like I'm something. And then you have to go be so condescending about it. And it just pisses me the fuck off because you never show emotion. You never let yourself feel. I felt more than you have in your whole life. Fuck you. Ariston grits his teeth and you can see that he's just fully snapped from his judgment and he punches Godwin straight across the face. Okay. Is Godwin going to actively try to contest this or is he going to let it happen? Godwin's going to contest. Okay. So I need each of you to roll join battle. Ariston is activating sensory acuity prana for five motes from peripheral and he's spending six motes to double his joint battle pool. Perfect. Ariston got 11 successes. Yowza. How is about Godwin? Godwin got four successes. Okay. So Ariston has a starting initiative of 14. Leading this off, what's he going to do? Ariston's going to do Heaven Thunder Hammer. Perfect. Describe that for me. And let me know if you're going to be enhancing this at all with your excellency. Ariston isn't smiling, but within his body, he feels this rushing energy and it's not anxious. It's calm. He grabs Godwin by the collar. He looks at his hand and tightens it one more time. And he's thinking about all the people that he's lost. And he starts shaking and he's ready. And he punches Godwin straight towards the tents perfect so that's a two dot stunt and are you going to spend any motes on your excellency for this he's also going to be spending seven modes to increase his dice pool and a willpower to get an automatic success perfect how is godwin going to try to save his bacon godwin is going to use hearing the heart song to give himself some additional evasion perfect so you're contesting an evasion score of eight go ahead and roll it ariston got 13 successes that certainly beats eight. Go ahead and roll the 14 dice to determine the effect of your Heaven Thunder Hammer. Ariston got seven successes. So as Godwin is hurled into the tent, Ariston draws blood as Godwin takes four automatic levels of lethal damage, and Ariston is now going to roll seven dice or bashing damage that comes off of that. Ariston got four successes. Okay, so that's eight total damage. That brings Godwin down to his minus four health level. He is one damage away from incapacitation as he lands in Caleb and Bran's arms in the tent. Oh my god, Godwin, are you okay? Do you need some lemon or water? I can get you those. That's what my mom gives me when I'm sick. I'm not sick. I'm not done yet. Oh, okay. Well, maybe you could just rest here for a while. It, it would probably be better if you didn't fight again. Is that the guy that hit you? He looks pretty mad. We could fight him if you want. This is my fight and my fight alone. And we see Ariston and a hand slaps down on his shoulder. You use me as a tool. Don't go damaging my tool now. Back off. Ariston smacks him off. And, get off me, man. Get the... Everyone, just get the fuck off my back, all right? So, Ariston drops down to three initiative, and it's technically Godwin's turn. Godwin is going to pick himself up and use all of the strength left in his body to push past 
the pain of not only his hand and his leg, but also the injuries just sustained and just lunge at Ariston. Are you just making a regular attack or are you juicing that with any charms? It will just be a regular attack. Cool. That'll be a one dot stunt. And are you going to spend any motes on your excellency? You're at a minus four to your accuracy pool right now because of your wounds. Um, he'll add five moats. Perfect. So take your base accuracy and add one. And um, Godwin's been using these from personal. Twelve successes. I think that Ariston's defense is five. Mm-hmm. So Godwin will be rolling eleven dice. Three successes. Well, gosh, gilly darn it. That's enough to crash Ariston, giving Godwin nine additional initiative. Do not think I am going down without a fight. So that's the end of the round, bringing us to the top of the next round. As it is the top of the round and Godwin is cruising high with his initiative, it's Godwin's turn. Ariston activates Thunderclap Rush Attack. Can I do that? Yes. Okay. Thunderclap Rush Attack lets you act first in a turn. Regardless, so what else are you going to be doing? And give us the fluff description. Ariston shakes off the blow from Godwin and glares. I knew you were going to put up a fight. Someone once told me that that makes it more fun. And Ariston digs his feet into the ground, fighting through the pain that is shooting up through his nerves, puts his hands on Godwin's shoulders, and is going to drive his knee straight into his abdomen where seven symphonious chords sliced before. All right, that will be a uh, one dot stunt. Go ahead and roll those for me, please. Ariston got seven successes. Perfect. So roll 14 dice for damage. Ariston got five successes. Perfect. So Godwin drops to 11 initiative and Ariston jumps up to six. It's now Godwin's turn. What's he going to do? Godwin is going to make a decisive attack. Okay. Is Ariston going to do anything in terms of defense? And is Godwin going to enhance that decisive attack with any charms? Godwin is not going to enhance this decisive attack. Perfect. And Ariston? Ariston's spending four motes to increase his parry to seven. Perf. Godwin clenches Ariston's leg that is tightly pressed against his abdomen and uses that way to push his body off and away from Ariston's kind of flipping back onto his feet and then jumps and attempts drop kicking Ariston on the shoulder in a decisive attack. Perfect. So that's a one dot stunt. Go ahead and roll with that. Four successes. That's not enough to do it. You lose three points of initiative. It's the top of the next round. Everybody regains five motes, and Godwin uh, is at eight initiative, still beating out Ariston's six, so it's his turn again. Godwin decides to make another withering attack. As he feels his leg bounce off of Ariston's shoulder, he once again lunges in to tackle him and throw him to the ground. All right. Any enhancements on that? Nope. And any enhancements on that from Ariston's end? Ariston's going to spend four motes again to increase his evasion to seven. Perfect. Seven successes. That means that you're going to be rolling four dice of damage against Ariston. 
Four successes. Not enough to take him out. Thank Grub. So, you jump up to 13, Ariston drops down to two initiative. It's Ariston's turn. What will Ariston do? You talk so much, but you never listen. I don't want you to be silent for months, but maybe I can shut you up for the time being. And Ariston pulls at his shirt, (sighs) takes a deep breath, and for the first time in his life, the scar on his chest is giving him power and energy instead of shame and sadness. And he readies his fist to hit Godwin in the throat, his signature place. Perfect. That'll be a two-dot stunt. Ariston got four successes. Perfect. Roll two dice for your damage. And Ariston was going to spend a willpower to add a automatic success damage. Perfect. Roll it up. Ariston got two successes. Ariston drives his fist into Godwin's throat. The air passes from his lungs. Godwin's vision goes spotty, and he falls unconscious. We see Ariston standing over Godwin. Think about it, you motherfucker. Could a fish kick your ass that hard? And we transition. It's been a week. Where are we meeting, and what have you been up to in the week that has since passed? Ariston walks up to the front doors of the conclave and sits down. You can tell that he's more relaxed in his shoulders and stomach. They aren't so pressed up and tense. He has been spending quite a bit of time over with Hearth, and they both have been working with watching the children that are around the city. Ariston never has liked kids, but he really tried to distract them from kind of the damage that has been going around by entertaining them with little tricks and afterwards letting Hearth stay with them while he tended to anyone who had any injuries. And he feels like he has something new in his heart. Perfect. How about Rizzo? What's she been up to? Rizzo is now sitting on the ground with Qui-Gon and she's on edge, but also kind of over this, but she knows that it needs to happen. She's ready to jump in, but she's not going to. Okay, but what have you been doing for the last week to help the city and stuff? Rizzo kind of wanted to go back to her idea of starting the gang back up together and getting the office in motion of just helping out people. So she's been going around trying to help the people of Jawway, finding little things for them that they need, trying to get people back into their homes and doing things that the office normally would, trying to get back into, I guess, a pattern or just a routine. Perfect, perfect. And Godwin. Godwin has been without a smile for a week. He has actually hardly said anything at all. He's been kind of sulking around, but he's been going to a lot of meetings with the leadership in the Conclave of Amherst and has been surprisingly humble. He silently nods and does the work and has not really shown any emotion in the past week. Just has been a worker. Perfect. So everyone has gathered in the conclave. Toji is there as well. Welcome. Please make yourselves comfortable. Godwin, Mm. the election is coming faster than perhaps we are prepared for. I agree. Do you have any idea as to anyone you might consider running with at this point? Or any substitutes 
that you could back? That's an excellent question, Toji. One that I will have to think hard about an answer to. That's fair. Just don't take too long. We're already short on time. I should have an answer to you by tomorrow at this time. Or is that too long? That should be fine. I've been doing some digging around, looking into what May and Toroko have been up to. And it looks like Aria has been spending some time with them. I'm, I'm glad to hear. Indeed. I'm not sure if they have a valid platform to run again, but perhaps. Perhaps with my backing, would it be possible? It might. Shu and Kosuga, though, might be unhappy. I can be persuasive. Indeed you can. We actually have a meeting set aside tomorrow with the High Priest of the Temple. You are going to need to speak with them about the future of the Temple and ensuring that the gods are well attended to. I'm more than happy to do so. Wonderful. The trade is slowly picking up. I'm glad to see our hard work is being rewarded. Indeed. It's refreshing. Anything from the two of you? I think that... Godwin has matured and is able to take care of this, and this is his chance. That's fair. As I understand it, if not you, but Ariston is also complicit in the pact that was made with seven symphonious chords, so he has something of a metaphorical simhata in this race. I'll be here to support Godwin wherever he needs me. I don't want to interfere, but I know where my skills can be utilized. Perfect. That is fair. I appreciate your candor. Were the situation different, I might press you to consider your own enrollment in the election. However, I think the city's been a little burnt on young lovers as of late. I understand. There's a lot to deal with still, constantly. I've heard rumors that there are remnants of the realm forces who have been moving about the city non-violently, but I hear that they have been assisting in portions of the relief effort. We are aware of them. Good. Then... They bring no harm. Wonderful. It may be worth arranging some form of meeting with them, such as to legitimize their presence in the eyes of the citizens of the city. I would be happy and humbled to do it myself. Perfect. I also have on my desk a missive from one Noah Oldman requesting a meeting. The next two days are full, but in a couple of days we might be able to squeeze him in. I would like that enough time be allocated to him that he deserves. So as soon as you can find not 10 minutes, but perhaps longer, that would be appropriate. But please let him know that it is because we're busy, not because of any other reason. I understand him to be a man of business. I'm sure this will come as no surprise to him. Is there anything else that you're looking to attend to immediately that I can assist you with? Or should I leave you to your devices? I think you can definitely use this time to catch up on whatever you need to catch up on and then get some rest. Wonderful. Thank you. You've come a surprisingly long way in this short time. When you're pushed, it's easier to walk a little faster than you had been planning on walking before. Well, being a quick learner certainly doesn't hurt. Ariston, Rizzo, a pleasure as always. It's good seeing you. He bows and then bows actually deeper and says, Master Qui-Gon, and departs the room. Qui-Gon pees on the floor. (laughs) Rizzo leaves and uh, excuses herself for a moment to take Qui-Gon out. Ariston looks at Godwin. He's not afraid to make eye contact with him. I know I haven't been around for the past few days, but 
I've heard about how well you're doing, and this might not mean anything to you, but I'm proud of you, Godwin. And I know that somehow I know that your mother would be proud of you too. I'm learning how to let it mean something to me. It'll take time. I understand. But thank you for all of your hard work for the city. The thank city appreciates it more than I do. But like I said, I'm working on that. Take all the time you need. And Ariston nods, and you see on the back of his neck where he had been reaching is a small tattoo. It reads Philia. We cut to the outdoors in the garden where Rizzo is relieving Qui-Gon Jinn and Juice. Qui-Gon, you couldn't wait till we got outside? You could have just barked or something? I mean, just you're not supposed to just do that on the floor outdoors. Okay, but just next time, you know better. Now, I wouldn't worry too much about that. Oh. I understand this to be a pretty good dog. Wolf, rather. Yeah. But I've heard rumor that a box turtle's been running around these parts last week or so. I haven't really heard anything about that, but, uh, hello. A sort of broad man stands behind you, wearing loose clothes from the Western Islands. Mm -hmm. He has dark hair and tan skin, epicanthic eyes, but they are deeply blue. He has some light wisps of facial hair, but nothing you could really consider a beard. I haven't had the pleasure of meeting you yet. I've got some friends coming around the corner here, but I figured I'd introduce myself to you first. My name's Adventure of Tide, Chosen of Serenity. I am acquainted with Godwin and Ariston. I believe that you've met my good pal, Tawia. Yes, I have. Hi, I'm Rizzo. It's a pleasure to meet you. This here is Qui-Gon Jinn and Juice. Qui-Gon for short. Pleasure to meet you, both of you. I understand that, actually, you've met another one of my friends. Tavia? No, I just said Tavia's name. <laughs> no, I know. I just, I was wondering, you know, if if we were continuing on that path of Tavia. That's fine. It's somebody else, obviously. No. I get that now, totally. Yes, uh, another one of my old acquaintances. I don't much speak to her these days. Her name's Languishing Diatribe. She's a friend of yours? Not these days, no. That's good. That's... I mean, I'm sorry that you guys' friendship didn't work out, but I mean, that's good to hear because she's not... I'm sorry. I don't know how close you guys are, but I don't really think she's all that great of a person. Sorry. No, you don't need to... Things weren't pretty when she split, but how is she? Um, she's doing well for herself. She's going after the 12 idols, and she's pretty powerful. She's got ray with her and she has this lady made of spiders hanging along with her they are a pretty powerful pack but they don't have the best intentions and i don't think that it's going to get them anywhere good i think that we're on the same page on that one i wish i could be happier that she seemed to be doing so well and out of seemingly nowhere the man pulls a snakeskin sanshin, and he starts plucking out some notes on the sanshin. Now, a woman made of spiders, you say? Mm-hmm. The spiders, were they made of metal? Yes. She's made worse friends than I had imagined that she might. That's worrisome. Yeah, she lied to me and my friends, and, well, we figured out her true intent, and uh, we split before she could get her objective complete whatever languishing had ever told her to do 
we left before she was able to carry it out. That's good to hear. Strangely comforting, actually. I will warn you, though, she's an excellent fighter. This spider woman? Yes. She's powerful. Well, you'll come to find soon that we have a tendency to perhaps rely on you and yours a bit in the combat department. Not that we can't hold our own. Someone like her, she's... And do be aware that I say this with the full knowledge of the weight and perhaps the irony of using the term. Someone like her is almost anathema to us. But Qui-Gon Jinn and Juice appears to have relieved himself. What say you we head back to that council room? Friends are waiting. Sure. Sounds good. So we cut back to the council room and three figures enter, all of them hooded. The figure in the middle, the tallest of the three figures, stands forward and pulls down their hood. They are solidly built, but not by any means lean, even in their face. There is a cascade of dark curly hair that curls over their shoulders. They have dark skin, a strong jawbone, and cheeks, and piercing golden eyes. I have been looking forward to meeting you. My name is Fauli. I am the last acquaintance of theirs that you have yet to meet. I am a chosen of Johnny's. I assume you are Godwin and Ariston, it's lovely to meet you. The other two figures pull down their hoods, revealing Cascade of Joyous Rhapsody and Talia. Yeah, it's. I've been waiting, looking forward. It's only been a week, I guess, but it's nice to see you guys. Always good to see you all, too. Things seem to get better every time you're around. It's been a long week. Well, we'll be doing our jobs when things start getting better when we're not around. Once you have the tools to do that yourselves... Speaking of which, uh, I think it's about time we had a talk about the drought. Now, won't you join us for lunch at Madame Faye's? I have to say, it's been a while since I've actually been outside of the Cedar Blossoms district. I like how, what's the word, colorful this usual haunt of yours is. It's very quaint. As a potential candidate for the lovership, I like to explore all the regions of Jiawei. That certainly helps broaden your appeal, gives you something of a folksy identity or vibe. I can get behind that. One could say Godwin himself is colorful. I mean, he wears clothes that are, well, there's not a lot of color, but there's kind of an olive green uh, a black and a, a dark burgundy, so not really colorful at all. It's colorful I, enough. I will say at least that he has a history of using colorful language. <laughs> what are you trying to fucking say? I believe that you said it for yourself. If you want to present yourself as being reputable in the public sphere, there are certain words that might be better to avoid saying. Occasionally, you might be able to let out a... Dam or an ass. Oh, <laughs> wow, really throwing it off the handle there. Naughty. However, you're definitely going to want to avoid saying certain words like... The F word. Yes. The... S word. Fish. Yes. Could C you word. remind me of the what those words word. are? Stop the saying B word that one. is also a bad one. Bunions. 
Well, unless you're specifically talking about someone who you met who had bunions and yeah, you, bunions is not you have some sort of folksy tale that relates to improving the state of healthcare in Jaway or something, it's probably not something that you want to talk about oh, often. Oh, I can tell you all day about Rizzo's bunions. But it's not something that I I'm do going a lot of walking on the blacklist. Look, bunions are the least of people's concerns. Medical technology has not advanced that far. It's the Bronze Age. <laughs> I'm aware. Infections real, yo. I don't have any infections. This is fine. I'm fine. I don't know where those bunions don't look good. Stop looking at my feet, please. I will say, canonically, as your GM, as Exalted, you are more or less immune to infections. (laughs) (laughs) So back the TF off. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, I don't think that it would be ideal for me to go through and actually speak these words because many of them are blatantly offensive i could write you a list please don't i feel like the pronunciation is important no if you don't know them then i am happy that you don't know them is fuck one of those words oh my god yes it is Mm. this election stuff is weird we just we just had a monarchy we didn't have to worry about i don't know if i want to be a lover if i can't say the word fuck well you just can't say it in public spheres where people are watching you're being held publicly accountable uh we we say fuck a lot in the public sphere. Okay, have you considered trying to find some sort of proxy word that you could use instead? Oh, but that sounds so lame. Like, when people say, like... Frig! Like, f- f- well, that's better when they say, like, fudge or, like, front door, shut the front door. It's just not the same. It's, fuck is, well, is necessary sometimes. Well, you know Let's... what I might say? Fuck if you have a fucking fuckity fuck dog door in the fucking front door. Okay. That was just needlessly hostile. I I did want to try to maybe workshop this. I have a background in trying to do uh, team building. You know, I'm I'm an advisor and I've got a lot of understanding of the economy. And I came up through dealing with the merchants down by the docks. And Uh I got them to collaborate on different things. So let's have a little session here where... You offer me a sentence with okay. this expletive in it, and I will offer you an alternative sentence, which cleans it up and makes it a little more family-friendly, maybe. Okay. Okay, I got one. This is going to be fun. I, I just like... come up to you with a, with a sentence saying a bad word in it. It looked like you were specifically trying to negotiate how to deal with the F word, but if you had another word in mind... I have mind... a different word, yeah. Okay, I have a sentence. No, 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 I was going first. <clears throat> all right i'll it's let you su- fucking have it thank you where the ass is my dog <laughs> <laughs> i like that one can we, can, we keep, good. can we keep that one i like that one that's not a way that i've ever heard that word used before so you could try saying where the s is my dog uh, where the hiss is my dog like you're some sort of snake person you could also say where the donkey is my dog because uh, if you were not aware of it is a another word to refer to but a then, donkey. Am I confusing said person with looking for a donkey dog? Well, I just no. Have a dog. Where the donkey is my dog. You don't say where's my donkey dog. If you have an ass dog, then I'm worried for you. My dog does have a behind. Well, yes. <coughs> I have a sentence. Can I say mine? Uh, sure. Let's try to clean this one up. Seven Symphonious Chords is a shady bastard. Well, this is pretty easy. Seven Symphonious Chords is a shady bumpkin. (laughs) 
No. It casts ruralist dispersions upon him. Oh, that sounds so it gross sounds when I say it. Like though. a pumpkin. He's not cute. Ariston might think so, but he's not. Again, shady son of a bitch. Yeah. Shady donkey. Son of a donkey. King. Shady yeah. pile of pitch. Oh, th- see, that one I'll do. That one I'll do. Just the bumpkin one is a little too cute. Well, we're trying to cultivate something of a plucky rural persona for Godwin. Everyone knows that he spent some time outside of the city on a farm with his family. If we can capitalize on that, mm. it allows us to capitalize with his farmer's mouth. Yes, All right, I've exactly. Got a so building that folksy persona is part of this. We should so, come up with a country singer name for Godwin. My favorite word is fuck. That's my sentence. Well, that's a wonderful, wonderful sentence because it allows us to change the back end for literally anything. (laughs) But it still has to convey the meaning. Ooh, my favorite word is farm. No. That that's actually a very good one. My favorite word is plow. My favorite word is so. No. My favorite word is donkey ass. My favorite word is fuck off, fish man. Well, no, I'm not, that's I'm not two gonna. Words. I also think that fish man is going to be one of the words that we need to excise. What? On the off chance that we have any Lintha come into town, you know. They can just leave. Well, that that's the ideal situation. They are demon-blooded pirates. That's a little terrifying. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you don't want to offend them any more than is necessary, so... We could take that sentence and instead say, I don't know. Dishman. Or caress the gill boys. That makes me uncomfortable. That sounds like something well, inappropriate. Well, maybe now you understand how Ariston feels most of the time. Mm. Make sure to pay That doesn't make me feel bad boys. about it. Thank you. No one's ever understood. Oh, you're, you're going to cry. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, my boyfriend is really emotional. It rubs off on me. Cry, fish just man. Just some tea. Okay, I just wish he was here because he would get it. Okay, but it, it is important that I clarify right now. Is Gilboy less offensive? I, I, I don't... I, I would prefer neither. <laughs> but if you had to choose one or the other. Well, why do I have to choose between two stars? Why? You, you know that he's going to say it either way. I guess so. Gil, gills are, are not as bad because it's not, it's not the name? gross part. No, my middle name is not Gilboy. No, no, no. I was just saying Gil. No. I why, would, why would my middle name be Gil? Ariston Gil. Ariston is, is, is such a step up from Gil. Why would you just... Wait, I've got something of a crazy question. I've received several briefings on the three of you, and I've spoken with you before. You've asked if Ariston's middle name is Gil. What exactly is even your last name? Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Swallows of the South. If you liked the show, please remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes. If you'd like to find the show on the internet, please go to swallowsofthesouth.com. You can also find us on Twitter, at Swallows of South, or on Google Plus or Tumblr, at Swallows of the South. If you have any questions you'd like to have answered, please feel free to send messages to swallowsofthesouth at gmail.com. If you'd like to interact with Quinn personally, please go to monkeypiequinn on Twitter, Our theme music was new by Elvis Herod, and 
I hope to see you again next Tuesday.